Hello everybody, it's Michael Finkley with The Michael Finkley Show. And I'm Nicole with Conversations with Nicole. You can join me Wednesdays at 9 a.m. on all of my streaming platforms. Well, Nikki, don't forget about The Michael Finkley Show, Mondays, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the CTR Media Network. Join us! It's finally here. My brand new single, Biggest Dream Come True. Now available on all streaming platforms. Hey, check this out. Who that is? Right there. It's Michael Finkley. And this is his show. You know who I am? <laughs> My name is D-Rock Ying from the Yin Yang Twin. America's Most Wanted. Download the app. Go to the website right now. Like, huh? On the next Michael Finkley, Arthur Lloyd Gentle stops by to talk about her latest book. Dear Jane, it's not me. Plus, Community Spotlight Series. All new Finkley, Monday. Next guest, she is an author, she's a speaker, she's an entrepreneur, and y'all, we get to talk about her amazing second book. All right, we're gonna dive into it. She is none other than Lori Gentles. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good to see you, Michael. Good to see you too. And big fan, we have something in common. She saw my pedal back there. I am in the presence of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated right here in front of me. I love, come on. <laughs> I love it. I love when I get to meet another fellow individual and greet them. So thank you so much. Um, so this book, right, before we dive into this book, because I feel that it has so many different layers to it. Um, when it comes down to the aspect of literacy, right, how did you find yourself in literacy and what has it done for you all these many years? Yeah, it's so great because, you know, as a child, I was somewhat of a, you know, they call them a square or a nerd. So books, <laughs> I used to literally climb up on the roof of our home and be up there for hours just reading books. I would get lost in reading and books. So uh, literature has always been a part of my life. And I would actually say that literature actually saved me. Um, it saved me in a way because it was my escape, basically, growing up in a large family. And, you know, there's a, a tension that has to be divided everywhere. And, and growing up in my day as a latchkey kid, you were basically left on your own. And so uh, in the neighborhood that I grew up in, I could be out there hanging out in the streets and getting into trouble. Or I can be on the top of my roof or in the backyard, you know, basically reading and escaping my reality. So... Um, that it started as a child and it has continued today, even as a, as an adult, these two books that I have written were actually um, an escape for me as well. 
it, a purging, if you will. It was a purging for me with the hopes that it will help others find their true selves because these are self-development books, very powerful self-help books to empower people and to get them back on the right track from whatever they left behind, their dreams, their goals, their wishes. A lot of that got buried, right? A lot of it gets buried based on life. And so I'm hoping to resurrect that through these uh, powerful books. I, I love the concept of self-help because I feel like we became even more woke, you know, during COVID of our mental state. And that goes along with it, right? So yeah. the more help, the better, right? And realizing who we are yes. in this world that we live in. Um, you said something that really that really got my attention. You said that this was kind of a release for you, right? In writing these um, your books for yourself. What did you learn about yourself in this process? Well, I learned that I could write. <laughs> so it's so funny. So I have my undergraduate degree is in communication and I've always felt better being on stage and just communicating verbally. I am somewhat impatient. So I hated to write, writing papers and things like that just took too long. You know, I'm one of those persons I could, I could speak it faster than I can write it. So let me just speak it. But what I learned, one, is that I could write. Two, is that, wow, I'm putting a lot of myself out there, you know, that is um, private, if you will, or things that I would never have shared in the past when I had low self-esteem. So Dear Jane is about overcoming you know, low self-esteem. And so things that I would never in a million years share with anyone because they had a perspective of me because that's what I was putting out there. I was trying to live this life and have people perceive me in a certain way that wasn't really the truth. And so in writing these books later in my life and career, it showed me how much I had grown and how how much power I've been able to take back over time and share with others. So I think that was the biggest thing. It's like, my goodness, I, you know, either I've gone crazy or I'm just putting it all out there. And, and I don't think, I think it's the latter. I'm putting it all out there because I have lifted myself up through a lot of um, effort and work and doing the self-development work. And now I'm passing on how I was able to do that, saying things that people um, maybe want to say or that they think, but they're afraid to say it because they're living a certain persona. And there's a beauty that comes with, you know, age getting older as well. You just, you know, you just kind of establish a little bit more confidence. Like, I'm going to say this. And if people don't like it, well, you know, that's not for them. If it lands and they receive it, and apply it and marinate over it than it is for them. And I've done my mission. Oh, I love this because I feel that you're, you're speaking into my life too. Um, <laughs> I really do because your words are finding, I'm finding myself in your words. Uh, mm -hmm. So who is the real Lori? <laughs> so yeah, thank you for that. So the real Lori, so <laughs> I have to do a little bit of a backdrop. So I presented as, a, as an African-American woman growing up, I felt that I had to 
look a certain way, dress a certain way, act a certain way in order to achieve. That was the image of success. And that's what I needed to do. Well, I would do that. Uh, again, communications major and first impressions, people make them within the first 20 seconds. And so I was living that, but going home and being sad and depressed and miserable and void because my real self was not matching up with the fake self. And in the book I talk about, there's comes a point in time when the real you has to meet, when the fake you meets the real you and you get to make a decision. So the real me is uh, now an extremely confident, thoughtful, provocative, adventurous, tell it like it is, a uh, person that's spiritual, that it knows that I'm here really for a mission. Like everything that I do is an assignment. It is my specific divine assignment. And that's the race that I'm running. So I'm not running anyone else's race. Because when you do that, <laughs> you know, if you're not a track star, uh, you know, hurdle jumper or whatever, you try to run a hurdle jump <laughs> jumper's race, you're going to fall, you're going to knock all the hurdles that you that's not your race, yeah. right? And so what is the race? So the real Lori is running the race that um, I believe was given to me divinely. And I believe my gift is, you know, it's all in these books. It's about uplifting up leveling i've always wanted to give people an even playing field and and meaning that we all start at different places in our lives but let me give you the tools the techniques the information that if you apply it will make you a better person will get you to where you want to go and notice i say if you apply it because you've heard the saying that knowledge is power and I just beg to differ. Knowledge is not power. Otherwise, we'd be all super geniuses Won't with we? the amount of, <laughs> with the amount of knowledge and information that we have. But you have to act upon that and apply it. And my books, both of them, really force the reader to take action. Or I just tell them, put the book down now. Like you might not be ready. You might not be ready for this, and that's okay. But I'm telling you. Reading this book, like reading a million gazillion other books, if you don't do anything with that information, you're going to stay be in the same spot. Gotcha. Gotcha. Whoa, what a discovery, right? I feel that's the most important thing about life is discovering who we are. And mm -hmm. once we know whom we are, right, as an individual, yeah. you, know, you know, that shines through when people can see that, oh my God, that's you. <laughs> that's yeah. you. Now yeah. I see yeah. you. That's you. Right? What I learned is that you describe Jane as a noun. Explain yeah. that to me. Hey y'all, I'm artist Billy Stone Cypher and you're watching the Michael Finkley Show. Like a freight train down the fast lane we're coming
The next Michael Finkley, actress, social media influencer, and advocate, Lolita Molina is with us. Talks about her journey as a paraplegic entertainer. And Community Spotlight Series with the founder of the Exit Strategy, LLC, Ronald Richardson II is with us. All new Finkley, Monday. Hello everybody, it's Finkley from the Finkley Experience. We're an educational consulting firm that specializes in first-generation education. So we assist students with their college and career endeavors. We train school administrators on the state of first-generation students. And also, we partner with colleges and universities to assist their first-generation population for easy transition from high school to college. So if you're looking for a presenter or a speaker that presents on these topics and so much more, visit our website at thefinkleyexperience.com and learn about all that we do. We're looking forward to working with you. Looking for some of the best soul food right here in Mullen, South Carolina? I promise you. Come on down to Garden Alley. Salad, fabulous, award again, the potato salad, her chicken is fresh, macaroni and cheese is salted to perfection. I haven't found anything that's not great. <laughs> Best we have. Banana pudding, cakes, pies. Yeah. Selection is huge. Uh, Garden Alley is uh, an awesome place to eat. I really love it. Come by and see the amazing staff at Garden Alley, downtown Mullins.
And when you love yourself, you can attract the love that you deserve. You see, we, we operate in the opposite. Like I always think that we live in bizarro world. We do the very opposite of, uh, uh, of what we should be doing to get what we want. When if you just flipped it around, it'd be better. And so let me tell you what I mean by that. In Dear Jane, I talk about you know, all the love, the validation, the uh, accolades, the, you know, positivity that we want in life. So we go out and we spend money that we don't have. We put, get on social media and we post pictures of ourselves pretending and faking to live the life that we live. We get in relationships and stay in relationships that are toxic and bad for us because we're trying to, that's what we, you know, we're trying to attain some sort of validation and love or whatever. And so it's outside in work versus inside out work. You start with inside in first. And when you start with the inside self-love, then you attract the relationship that you want you attract the external validation that you need versus the other way around. Cause the other way around is just fake. Listen, I just call it like it is. It's fake. People are living a fake life. I was living a fake life <laughs> and I was coming home and being sad and depressed. And listen to this, Michael, during COVID, when people, many, many people were forced to spend time with themselves, that's when it got rough. That's when it really got rough for people. I work in human resources as a profession. I've been in human resources my entire career, different industries. And I can tell you that in the past, it used to be extremely taboo to talk about mental health issues, anxiety, emotional distress, dis depression. You really couldn't talk about that in the workplace. It's like, leave that stuff at home. After COVID, Post-COVID, everybody's talking about it because people had a chance. They had an encounter with themselves, their fears, their doubts, their insecurities. They, they, could, they weren't as distracted as we are when we go to work and we're driving and we're doing this and going to social events and this and that and traveling. You had to sit at home and really deal with you. Face yourself. Deal with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that was scary for some people, right? Oh, the yeah. reality of, oh my gosh, I act this way or I do this or I do that. Wow, you're really learning who you are. Yeah. This space. Yeah, exactly. Or that I'm afraid or that I don't feel confident. You know, I can fake it when I go to work because I've got all my friends around. I'm joking. I'm laughing. Or, you know, I can I can put on this, this persona. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so wow yeah uh -huh. it, it's pretty it's pretty powerful when you when you uh face that reality but the, the key is is to then take action and do something about it that's the key and so my first book i don't know if you um know about the first book where the first book was called oh slap <laughs> exactly <laughs> Oh, I love snap. these names. I love these names. <laughs> Thank you. And and what that one had to do, it had to do with choices. It's, you know, oh, slap, my choices determine my destiny. It's like this awakening. Oh, no, it's me. My choices 
determine my destiny. So this one, that one really was about, you know, recognition, awareness, stop blaming people, stop being a victim. It's your choices. And how can you start making better choices? And I provide tips and tools on how to do that. Dear Jane is now taking action. Now that you've been slapped into awareness, right. <laughs> it's how do you take action and start writing some letters? There's some, there's ending. There are things that need to be broken up with people, places, and things that need to be broken up with. And I talk about how breaking up is hard to do, you know, because it's sad sometimes. Sometimes breakups are hard of all kinds. And even if it's an abusive situation or a toxic situation, you know, the, the loss of what could have been or in your mind, what you think it should have been, that is painful as well. And so I talk about how though, and give people permission to recognize that breakups are not necessarily a negative thing. It's, it's, a, it's a seasonal thing. Like people come in your life for seasons. There are, we can't be winter forever. It can't be summer forever or spring forever. So there are these seasons that you will go through. And how do you embrace that? Appreciate what it brought into your life. Like even if you're in a bad relationship uh, and, it, and it ended, which it probably needed to end, even that bad relationship, if you can find a way to be grateful for what you learned from that, what, why that was into your life. Like there's a different practice of gratitude that comes with happiness and success. You know, some people dog their ex spouse or whatever, you know, it's like, no, I'm grateful for all of that. Find a way to be grateful for it. Grateful that you got out for one, but grateful what you learned during it and how much better you are and prepared that's perspective and i talk about you know how how perspective is a choice and positive perspective is a gift so oh my gosh that's some good stuff right <laughs> all for the development of ourselves and mm -hmm. i love the way you said and it put me in the mindset of this right? You know, we, we find who we are inside, right? It comes out. So many people are looking for love from other people to fulfill them on the inside, on the outside, trying to fulfill them on the inside. When you said it should be done on the, on the opposite end. Yep. Is there a time frame? Cause I, I definitely feel that you're an expert in these, in this field now because of the books and your experiences. Is there a time frame? for individuals that are seeking love, courage, and confidence in themselves? I would say um, the time frame is very customized and individual. In other words, like the race that we talked about, my time frame is not your time frame, right? And so a lot of people get discouraged because they feel like there is a time frame. They feel like they're either they're behind in life. You know, I should have made these choices a long time ago. <laughs> I would have been I so much those conversations with myself the other day. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've yeah, been no. done with this already. Exactly. I have that all the time. That's a Jane. And you need to kick Jane to the curb, dear Jane. Yeah. 
You got to get that negative voice slap out Jay. of your head. Slap Jay. Slap up. You got to slap Jane down because it's those seeds of doubt that bring discouragement, that lower your level of confidence and self-esteem. And this, this practice of gratitude that I talked about, it really is appreciating, like, you know, acknowledging I may have had the opportunity to make different choices in my life that I, that may have put me on a different path. I'm grateful that I am aware of that now and from today, I am starting to make the choices. So it's a, it's a, it's perspective. It's you, you hear the difference in the conversation versus beating yourself up. Why didn't I take that opportunity? Why didn't I do this? What's wrong with me? Why is so-and-so succeeding? Why are they, is their career taking off? No, that's their race. Focus on you and focus on now. And that's the, that's the best answer that I can give because that Jane is, I call her, uh, him, her, it's gender neutral. It is ubiquitous. It is pesky. It is, it is sly like a fox. It's everywhere. Everywhere you turn, there's a Jane. Your own voice, your family's voice saying, you, why, well, you're still trying to do that. <laughs> you're still trying to start that business. What you got a good job. Why don't you just keep that job? Listen. You're still trying to buy that house. You're still going to school. Those are James. You've got to let those things go. You got to recognize it as a Jane. It's sly. It's sneaky. In the book, I, I say it's sly like a fox and it slithers through your mind like a snake because it's trying to kill your dream. It's trying to set you back. And, and when you have the right perspective, and I do, you know, a lot of times people say, there's no right or wrong way. And I, you know, when it comes to perspective, I do think that there is a right perspective. And the perspective is a, a, a confidence that you are in the exact spot that you need to be in at this particular moment. Now, the key is, is what's your next spot? Where are you going? Forget about what you did or didn't do, right? I was listening to someone else on um, the radio the other day, and they were talking about these, I, I forget what the girl called it, but like these split decision things that happen. Like, for example, you are getting ready to go to an interview and you get in your car and your car doesn't start. So you, that you're stressed and you're delayed to the interview and you miss your interview. Well, did, is that a blessing or a curse? And so what I like to say is I like to say that delay is okay. Rejection is redirection and redirection is God's protection. You don't know what you've been protected against, but you have to have a level of confidence and a level of faith that you're an appreciation and gratitude that you're in the spot that you need to be. But, but at the same time, constantly seeking to move forward. Like, you know, those people that just sit around and say, I'm just waiting for my blessing to show up. No, you have to take some sort of action and be seeking. Exactly. <laughs> you got to work. You've got to put the work in. The work. Oh my word. <laughs> You are amazing, Lori.
You are amazing. And I, and I must say, you must come back as well because I know there are more books to come. Yeah. Right? There are more, <laughs> it's more to come from you. So please come back and share, share, share. How can the Thing Fam purchase this amazing book and how can we follow you on social media? Thank you so much for that. Yeah, everybody go out and support. You can find the book, both books actually. I'll show them again. This one, Dear Jay. And then this was my first book, Oh Slap. <laughs> so you can find both books on Amazon uh, or uh, Barnes and Noble. And so you can purchase them there. You can also go to my website. I have my own company. It's called The Choices Company. Again, I'm, I'm a radical believer in the power of good choices. So thechoicescompany.com, you can uh, go on there and uh, link up with me there and I can get you a book that way. And you can also follow me on Instagram at we are I choice. We are I choice. So a few ways to reach out to me. All right. And all your information is in the description below as well. Thank you, okay. Laurie, for being with us. Pink Fam, please support, support, support. Please get these books again. It's all for your help, all for your self-help care. All right. Take care of you. Thank you, Laura, for being with us. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure and honor. You're welcome. Pink Fam, don't go away. Back in a while. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Mila Lee, singer of 702, and you are watching The Michael Finkley Show. Where my girls at? Hi, guys. Welcome to Awaken. We wanted to serve the city of Mullins. We are church-owned, and we felt like a coffee shop was such a huge need in the city, in the city of Mullins. There's nowhere for people to just come, get a cup of coffee, sit with friends, maybe do some work on the laptop. And so we feel like it was a service that we could give back to the city. Well, our hope is that people will feel calm, that they'll feel welcome, that it'll be a place where they can come and just clear their mind. We come here twice a day. That's how I get their smoothies, their coffee, their lattes, bread paste, delicious. I would love the atmosphere here. If I had time to come and just sit and relax, I would. It's awesome. One thing that I really love about it being here is just the cozy environment. It's so inviting. Um, I can come in here and I can get my schoolwork done, a good coffee and a good meal. Um, but I'm just really thankful that they're here and that I have a good place to go. We're open Tuesday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. and Saturday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Awaken Coffee Bar, downtown Mullins. I've been exposed to this awesome young man beside me. Introduce yourself to the Fink Fam. How you guys doing? So my name is Ray John Davis. I'm from Marion, South Carolina. And a little small town, small, small town called Centenary, South Carolina. We call it the Big City. The Big City. I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, right there beside Mullins. I'm very familiar with it. So within your gifts, when did you find your voice? Uh, I believe I found my voice. Um, well, I started out on the youth choir. And I just uh, sing with my father. He had a quartet group. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought I was going to go that route. Mm -hmm. But I didn't find my voice until I was in college uh, when God led me to pick up the acoustic guitar. Then I began to start writing songs and Isn't everything shifted. It changed, it, it changed to a worship. Instead of just singing, it changed Columbia? to a deeper worship and relationship with Christ. So that's when I really found that tone countries. and that voice. That is him. Man. Man. Let's so within your voice, within your gift, because I love our gifts. 
right? Because a man's gift will make room for us, right? And it set us before great men. Within your gift, what have you learned about yourself? Um, I've learned a lot about myself. Um, I learned that it is a big difference uh, from the gift versus, versus an anointing. Uh, so when I found the gift in the voice, then I began to pray for the anointing. Uh, and he started using me within my songs that I write and start showing me myself. Uh, he said to uh, examine ourselves daily, Ex examine ourselves, and God showed me the depths of me. So that's what I prayed for. And I learned so many flaws. And I learned from so many things through my music and the anointing and in the relationship with Christ. Amen. Continue to learn because that's how we get to the next level in life. That's right. Through our different experiences. How can the Think Fam follow you on social media and listen to your amazing music as well? So you guys can follow me on Instagram at Ray John Davis Worshipper. My Facebook page, Ray John Davis Worshipper as well. Yeah, I mean you can find my music on iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon, YouTube. So I'm up there as well. All right, you heard it here, Pink Fam. Support, support, support. Right, definitely. Thank you so much for being with us. Oh yeah. Back in a moment, Pink Fam. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Prince Horkworm, and I play Jacob in Fatal Seduction, and you guys are watching the Michael Finkley Show. CTR Media Network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners. Have you heard? CTR Media Network offers podcast production, podcast training, distribution, and product placement. Book us for your next event or schedule an interview with CTR Media Network podcasters today. To learn more, go to ctrmedianetwork.com. The next Michael Finkley, actress, social media influencer, and advocate, Lolita Molina is with us. Talks about her journey as a paraplegic entertainer and community spotlight series with the founder of the Exit Strategy LLC, Ronald Richardson II is with us. All new Finkley, Monday.